the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody... Joe Biden will be touring a very religious site to Catholics, which is the ultimate irony. Pro-abortion, baby-murdering scoundrel. And the, uh, the, res- the res- real responsibility and the catalyst for American Dark Ages. This is what we're dealing with. Now, it's embarrassing that he's in Ireland, but I always believe there's a deeper reason. Yes, and uh, something notable about this trip, no press conference, and the press team made a point to talk about how uh, the president takes a lot of shouted questions. This is like the perfect live example uh, to show uh, this is as close as we get at events like this. It's not really possible. It's I mean, between 100 and 200 feet away, Squirrel. It's possible to yell, uh, but it would be unlikely to be heard uh, by him, and it's almost impossible that we would expect to hear his answer. Uh, over there, somewhere in the crowd, he does have his son, Hunter, who was sitting in the front row. Uh, and this is happening uh, as we get a new look at some old Hunter Biden uh, and White House business records that show uh, he and his business partners, or rather his business partners, visited the White House or the Naval Observatory 80 times. And there's a former Obama White House uh, stenographer who was telling the New York Post about a past foreign trip. Joe Biden committed crimes in Ukraine in a conspiracy with Jake Sullivan. I'm a witness to that happening. President Biden's defense has been consistent for years on this topic. He says there's been a wall up between official business that he is carrying out and family business that his son is doing. 25 years ago this week, the landmark Belfast Good Friday Agreement was signed. It's amazing to me. You just ignore it. Just change the subject. Ignore it. Now, this is an issue that would be headline news if this country actually had a media that wanted to do investigative reporter that wanted to act as kind of the buffer between political corruption and the principles of our nation. But they don't want to be. And the reason that they don't want to be is because there's a lot of profit in this. There's a lot of profit. There's a lot of advertising dollars. And it shows up to me in the strangest, strangest places. Uh, For instance, why is it not also headline news that Switzerland has stopped using the vaccine? Well, well, welcome to today's video. It's Monday, the 10th of April. Now, there's been a lot of reports in the press about the Swiss government suspending all COVID vaccines, and this is essentially true. Basically, they are suspending all COVID vaccines. Parabolic insanity. Insanity, That how, how important that is. Not to mention they have been joined by such nations as Finland. They've been joined by such places as Australia. They're having payouts in England. 
all kinds of topics about the vaccine. It is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. But see, in this country, we're one of only two countries in the world that can advertise medication. This is why we take 80% of all prescribed antidepressants. This is why we are the most heavily medicated society in history on the planet today. There's a lot of money in this cover-up. There's a lot of money in this scandal. But one thing's for sure, it's obvious to every foreigner, everybody in this country who, with an IQ over 60, there's something really, really wrong with this guy. As my mother would say, that's the Irish of it. That's the Irish of it. Whenever we say something was unusual, she said, Joey, that's the Irish of it. It is the Irish of it. Is this bizarre? So proud to be here. So proud to be in Louth. So proud to be with, I don't want to ruin the reputation, but the carnage are relatives. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is Dalai Lama suck my tongue six-year-old boy. He's still creepy to me. <laughs> we take great faith. And the closing comment I make, you see this tie I have with the shamrock on it? This was given to me by one of these guys right here. <laughs> was a hell of a rugby player. And they beat the hell of the black and tans. Oh, God. But, but it was when you were at a, a soldier field, wasn't it? Jane? Chicago. Chicago. And uh, after it was all over, uh, uh, he uh, gave my brother... Allegedly for me, but if it wasn't, I still took it. I still got the tie. I wore it with great pride. It's the president of the free fracking world. It's like listening to some sick story from your wife's relative you try to avoid eye contact with because his diaper is soiled. This is bizarro world. Here's the good news. Here's why Hunter's on the trip. It's not because we now have evidence, prima facie evidence, that over 80 business partners to various liaisons used him as a bagman to corrupt the most powerful man now in the world, back when he was the second most powerful man as the as the bagman for Barack Obama. But now Hunter and his sister, everybody who traces back to the LLCs of corruption in Delaware, they're all on the Irish trip. But Hunter, good thing he was there because he could help his father hear a question that Anybody should have heard. What's your question? Notice she asked, what's, what's the secret of success? And he says, making sure nobody has COVID. Well, it turns out there's a new variant of COVID. You're going to love this one. This one is called the... Uh, Arcturs. It's hitting India and it'll be the next excuse if you get too knowledgeable about the government scams that'll shut down life in this uh, society as we know it. What's the, what's the key to success? What's the key to success? What's the key to success? Their motive. It's never okay to question their motive. You see, that's the first thing you should question. Because what we have now is people who are motivated to take away the quality of American principles, to take away the essential qualities of liberty and freedom and Americanism. What you have is this new Marxist push for the collective, where you are cast into servitude, and these overlords of incompetence and corruption are somehow superiors, and they get to make the choices. So the reveal is in his at his his dec- declaration that you must never question the motives of the people you disagree with. 
when the reality is the motives for the Biden crime family are profiting off of political policy. This is the motive for Joe Biden, for Hunter Biden, for the sister. This is why all of these people are worth tens of millions of dollars riddled in scandal. And in the meantime, not a news organization is putting this out except Peter Ducey and a handful of hosts on Fox News. And it wasn't easy. I was a United States senator at the time, and uh, I worked very closely with my good friend George Mitchell, who will be here, I believe, in a couple days. And uh, there were no guarantees that the deal on paper would hold, no guarantees that it would be able to deliver the progress we celebrate today. It took long, hard years of work to get to this place. And that was the meat of the president's comments today. Uh, He is not focusing on anything really back home while he is here. He wants to just mark a quarter century of peace in Northern Ireland. Of which he had nothing to do with. Of which he had absolutely nothing to do with as he continues to take credit and continues to tell well-exposed lies. As I was with Xi Jinping, I've spent more time with him than any world leader has over the last 10 years. And over, they keep a meticulous count, as the former Taoiseach will know. And uh, over now, uh, 87 hours worth. And I was in the Tibetan Plateau with him. I traveled 17,000 miles with him in China over 10 years. I don't know, Squirrel, you like this one? You like this version? I don't. I like the one with the little hitch in his giddy-up, the little stutter he's got going. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, foot, this is the one I like. The foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with them. And that's who traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. But how come you don't want to call him now? I mean, right now, as we're on the precipice of World War III, as Xi Jinping is supporting every enemy of this nation, why don't you want to call him now? You were traveling. You're the grasshopper. Why aren't you traveling? Because you understand. You're delivering. On why you are traced back to billions of dollars in Chinese communist money through your crack smoking son. And thank goodness he's there. And after all, you're proud of him. The fact that I'm here with my sister, Valerie, and my younger son, Hunter Biden. Stand up, guys. I'm proud of you. What are you proud of exactly? The fact that he's a degenerate drug addict, that he's a whoremonger, that he was banging your other daughter-in-law. What exactly are you proud of? And I want all of you to know, especially the young people in the audience today. And don't jump, okay? It's always the same five things. This is what he can talk about. The reason he doesn't take questions from the press is twofold. Number one, it will expose beyond the shadow of a doubt that we have somebody with dementia pretending to be the president of the United States. Number one. Number two, he will have to ask or answer questions that tie directly back to who this guy is. A corrupt corrupt political whore, the likes of which this country has never seen. 312-642. 5,600. I'll be back with your, all of your calls after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I think the hardest part to take is how weak this nation looks. We can live with how dangerous the climate is around the world. We can even live with economic stress. We've done that in the past. But the reality is we're a laughing stock to anybody with eyes. It's hard to communicate just how deeply invested your success in your success. The people across the United States are. And those of you who've been there know it. You know it. I'm not making this up. This is real. This is it's almost people can taste it. Can they taste it? 
You're not interested in the success of your American people. You're interested in the success of the Irish people. In the meantime, he refuses to answer any relevant questions. As these, as this Congress continues to investigate the clear evidence that Joe Biden is an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, a traitor to this nation. That is why Joe Biden insists you cannot question motives. What, what is the Reasonable answer for the motives of the scandal Joe Biden really is in. Now the Fox Business exclusive, Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its military. Really? Well, that seems to have paid off, traitor. Uh, John Portage Park. Hi, hi, Sean. Love the show. Thank you. You got... uh... I saw on the computer that Biden, they did a DNA test and they even had uh, little children on there. And his real name is Blewett. I like it. And, and it's, so it's the Blewett Harris. I, I like it. If they did a DNA test on him, really? I'll tell you yeah, what, I hope there's some it, loophole that he's not actually a citizen. I hope there's something that can make this embarrassment stop. Because look into the it. truth have isn't going to We're going to have our fact checkers. We're gonna, at least the truth can't make it stop. You have a president that is the recip- recipient of bribes from the Chinese Communist Party, from oligarchs. As a sitting vice president, his son goes off, is tied to over 80 LLCs. You've got all of the business partners using the White House as a laughing stock. And, you know, it's funny because as he said something, I thought it does make a lot of sense. As a matter of fact, as you walk into my office in the in the Oval Office in the United States Capitol, guess what? You know who founded and designed and built the White House? An Irishman. Huh. An Irish. No, not, not a joke. Yeah. Not a joke. He must have built a special room just for you to cut corrupt deals and sell out and betray your country. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You know, as far as uh, other countries stopping the COVID vaccine, I wish people would understand that the government and Big Pharma wants you sick. If you're not sick, they don't make money. It's They'll a, make this stuff up in the labs. They'll do anything they can. They want you sick. Prior to Joe Biden, what I thought was a major scandal was that we are only one of two countries that allows pharmaceutical companies to advertise. When you look at the fact that this country takes 80% of all antidepressants around the world, we take 80%. Yes. It does reveal the corruption game of big pharma. It does reveal yes. a complex of corruption. And, you know, as I was listening to Dr. Campbell, in England, Mm -hmm. talk about this topic. It's very, very interesting what he has to say about the CDC. So very progressive, interesting thinking from the Swiss government. But before we look at that, let's just compare this with the United States here. Now, this is from this site here, because what I'm about to tell you uh, sounds really quite Quite. uh, incredible, really, but it's absolutely true. It's straight from their site and let's get it now. Uh, now, they have this concept of being up to date in the United States, You're up to date when you've completed the primary COVID-19 course, vaccine course, and you've got the most recent booster recommended for you by the CDC. Now, just to give one example of that, to kind of, kind of uh, bring this to life a bit, let's think about what the CDC is actually meaning here. Again, from the same website here, they say this. People aged six months through to 64 years. This is just talking about this particular group. And this is, this is, this is the 10th of April. Uh, and no, it's not 2022. It's 2023. This is what they're saying. Uh, bang up to date. And especially males aged 12 through 39 years. 
may consider getting the second primary dose of Pfizer-BioNTech, Modern and Moderna or Novavax eight weeks after the first dose. Remarkably short time, eight weeks after the first dose. So um, this is the screen here, so you know I'm not making this up. This is, this, this is exactly what it's saying. And it's saying that a healthy seven-month-year-old, seven-month-old babies uh, should get vaccinated. Um, and it's also saying that young men... 12 through to 39 years should get vaccinated. Uh, regardless of whether they've had, had COVID before, it doesn't enter into the thinking. That's what the United States is saying. Um, the trick here is not to get angry. I'm just reporting what they are saying. As he's reading this from the CDC website, he's looking into the camera. You can find it on YouTube or Rumble. He's Dr. John Campbell. As he's okay. saying this, he's in disbelief because simultaneously with other countries... Stopping any use of the vaccine, pulling it off its shelf as other countries are making settlements with people who are vaccine injured. This country is full pedal to the floor going forward. And there's only one explanation for it, Teresa. Another Uh question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. The government is acting as a salesman for a vaccine that the rest of the world is stopping its citizens from taking. This means our government is working directly opposed to our well-being. The government has broken the covenant. Our government is corrupted from soup to nuts. It's It's just disgrace. It's a disgrace. Thank you very much for the call. The reality is undeniable. What is the explanation? Has a reporter asked anybody of importance in government, the spokes idiot sideshow Bob or any politician, why has Switzerland stopped using the vaccine and pulled it off all the shelves? Why? Why have five countries already made agreements to pay people who were vaccine injured? Well, our CDC recommends we give it to seven month old babies. Why? Glenn in Oakbrook. Hey, Sean, I'm. Um kind of worried with uh, Joe Biden and his uh, mental capacity. We're we're losing our friends, and I think it's going to take something major to happen with a lot of wars and deaths before we remove them from office. It's going to take a catastrophe, I I fear. If you designed a plan to weaken America economically and through, through security, you could not have drawn up the Biden platform better. Joe Biden's entire policy is to weaken our nation economically, and through our security. We couldn't fight a World War III right now. We would lose, and that's why he was paid by the Chinese Communist Party, Glenn. I'm sorry, it's a hard reality, but the fact is the fact. Steve in Arlington Heights. How you doing, Sean? I had two questions. One is, I wonder how much the Biden family trip to Ireland costs, because it seems more like a vacation as we have no business. And also, did you notice that they used a lower stair out of Air Force One when he got there so he doesn't fall down. I can't believe that they they even pretend the Secret Service is not really a group of nurses. And I want to know who carries the diaper bag. It's embarrassing, Steve. It's embarrassing to the world. And what's even more atrocious is what's happening here domestically by the rest of his mafia. Who ever heard of this guy, Reagan? You know why you haven't heard of him? He's only worked in government. His entire life, Michael Reagan, who has absolutely zero experience in anything, other than fascism, is now making new rules that will cripple our business, cripple our industry, and weaken our prosperity in perpetuity. The second set of proposed standards would apply to heavy-duty vocational vehicles. 
such as delivery trucks, dump trucks, public utility trucks, transit, school buses, and more. The proposed standards are the final pieces of EPA's clean trucks plan and will complement the heavy-duty nitrogen oxide standards we established last December. Like the light and medium-duty proposal, the heavy-duty proposal uses performance-based technology standards that enable manufacturers to achieve compliance efficiently based on the composition of their fleets. Now they're attacking the delivery structure of our nation. The supply chain for those moron Democrats who never heard of one until COVID. Idiots. In the meantime, that's what Joe Biden has been paid to do. Weaken our nation on all fronts. Joe Biden is destroying our nation, not because he has intentions, but because he was paid to. Joe Biden is an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I like this song, Squirrel. Who is this? Ah, the the, the big fat one, right? I don't know when that became stylish, but all right, it's here to stay, obviously. I think it's yoga pants. Told them not to make those in a size 22. Catherine in the Western Burbs. Good afternoon. Hi, Catherine. Um, I had a quick question. Uh, I didn't ask uh, tell Honey Bunny, but uh, the Switzerland story that you're referring to, I haven't seen that, or (laughs) I just haven't gotten to it, I guess. Uh, What... uh, Jab, are they uh, are they not allowing or not doing them. whatever? All of them. Listen, listen, listen to the story for me. Well, well, welcome to today's video. It's Monday, the 10th of April. Now, there's been a lot of reports in the press about the Swiss government suspending all COVID vaccines, and this is essentially true. Basically, they are suspending all COVID vaccines. All COVID vaccines. They're suspending okay. them. All right. I'm not sure. Not all countries are. I get the same. There's like AstraZeneca. There's the other ones. No, that I understand. They haven't done. But listen, but there's I, a problem with all of them, which is why the, the, the government, our government, worked to change the definition of side effects rather than to call them side effects. They were called side events. This is outrageous what we're living through, Catherine. So it's the bastardization so I, of our yeah. language. It's the manipulation of our thought. It's the censorship. It's the fascism. And now they're hoping you're used to it. This is exactly what Yuri Bezmenov warned us of in the 70s. Go ahead. Right. So I, what I was calling about specifically, though, was that uh, um, I'm kind of tired of whoever we have that's any good in D.C. of uh, being like 10 steps behind of the uh, ongoing facts and circumstances. I don't really give a darn about the Wuhan thing because we need to stop this. People are being damaged. People are dying. Well, I don't nations, really care about Wuhan. Other nations are stopping. But you should, here's what we need to care about. I want to know if Fauci invested in it. I want to know if it was created at the direction of the NIH. I want to know how much money goes back and forth between the NIH our bureaucrats and big pharma, because you're talking about a trillion dollars of a profit. And that's a lot of money. You go to Chicago right now, you get somebody to hit somebody with a shovel for 50 bucks. You're talking about a lot of money and you've got a lot of dead people. And the ones that aren't dead, you've got a lot of people injured by a vaccine that was the tool to make the trillion dollars. And it doesn't seem like many bureaucrats want to discuss the outcome. And that means that means we are a victim of a coup d'etat, not from outside our nation,
but from our bureaucracies. And that explains a lot of the policies. Thank you, Catherine. You have to have this information. You see, it's a psychological coup d'etat, a psychop. This is, we are victims of a government that has managed to strip us away of our independence, of our freedom, of our principles of Americanism. And we're turning to bureaucrats who not only never worked in their lives and are all worth tens of millions of dollars, but we're turning to them for permission. And, you know, I have a Yuri Bezmenov. Let me see if I have the right clip. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. That's what we're living through. You're living in a time when the government is to tell you to ignore your judgment and turn your eyes to pretend men are women, women are men, and the rest of it. To use the actions of the insane against the sane. What you see here in Tennessee, I don't give a rip what somebody did. I don't give a rip about the guy that shot the people in the bank who lost his job. You don't get to use those actions as an indictment against my life, against my freedom, against my rights. This is psychological subversion. I have a bureaucrat in my government who is a 68-year-old pot-bellied man walking around pretending to be a woman. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, medical. mental, and... Now, that's a man who's looking into a camera with a straight face with his fracking hair all dolled up like a woman. Now, listen to Yuri Bezmenov's warning. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality. Of- the reality is these are not just people who are not qualified, who've never worked. These are recipients of bribery. Through, from the Chinese Communist Party and oligarchs around the world and in this country. Big Pharma is a, co-op, a corporation of what exactly? What do they do? They made a trillion dollars on COVID. This country has never been weaker. We are bankrupt. We are stretched to our limits at all fronts. And I've got an idiot who has dementia pretending to beat a fracking president. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in, uh, foot, foot. There's not a time in this country's history where this idiot would be allowed to be president. Not a time. Except right now. Candace Mount Pleasant. Oh, Sean, I, I share your, your anger. Um, I feel like they're trying to do all this on purpose. They are trying to kill us on purpose because they have legally binding contracts. And um, even I, the mob has contracts, and they are, uh, you know... Come on, the mob has contracts. You've been watching too many hey, movies. They have liability. Uh, they have liability. Here's the, here's the difference. The mob is the government that holds questions at bay, that takes money in a tax-free entity called lobbying. There are no taxes in political corruption. They've set a scheme where in order to become wealthy, you have to participate in this scheme. And in the meantime, we are living in a reality right now in America 
where it's preposterous to question the government that has really delivered nothing but failure and totalitarianism. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why the- oh, Yuri. Yuri didn't think about COVID. Yuri didn't think about the questions around COVID. Yuri didn't think a government would be allowed with creating a circumstance. By the way, when you deposed Dr. Fauci, did, how many times did he happen to say he didn't know or couldn't remember? He said, I do not recall or variations thereof 174 times and adding in a variations of I don't remember at least 212 times. Wow. Smartest man on the planet couldn't remember 212 times? He couldn't remember things, including things that he had told the national media, quote, I remember it very well. Then he would say 16 times. I don't recall details of that meeting. Now, now you uh, is that you went to, you were near the top of your class at Harvard Law School, Rhodes Scholar. Is that right, Mr. Sauer? Uh, I've submitted a biographical statement. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I looked at your, your biography. It's pretty impressive. Is that pretty high? You've done a lot of depositions. You've done a lot of legal work. You've deposed a lot of people. Is 212 times pretty high? I've taken dozens of depositions. I've never seen anything like it, including in this case where other federal government witnesses frequently profess inability to recall. So the go- You've never seen a time where it's so obvious the criminals are the ones who pretend to be our government. That's what you've never seen in this country. George in Naperville. Hey, instead of Biden voters keep out at your cigar shop, how about I'm proud of Hunter with Biden with his arm around his son. Let him stare at these criminal enterprise. Let it look, George, look, I come, look I come the from an era when you were never proud of a, of a whore. You were never proud of a drug addict scumbag. You were never proud of being complacent in the face of absolute and total corruption. I come from the old America. 312. By the way, back in the old America, Squirrel, our women didn't have balls. 312-642-5600. Hey, she was a hoa. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Oh, this is great. They just planted. Hey, hey. We've got a caller on the line. I'm going to go to right away. Sheila, Arlington Heights. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, Sheila. How are you? I'm good. I got to tell you, the way this country's going to wake up is when, on the 18th birthday, girls pony up and they register for the draft, just like our boys. Got to on their 18th birthday. They got to register for the draft. I hope we never have to use it. But right now, the only way this country is going to wake up is when they're women, when they're babies, when they're little girls. Got to register for the draft. Here's a good indication, Sheila, that the government realizes what kind of scam it's running. Biden reminds transgender females, hey, mister, you still got to register for the draft. This is uh, in the Washington Times, October 11th, 2022. I like that, Sheila. I think maybe we need to focus on that a little bit more. Even though you're pretending to be a girl, you still have to sign up. I say they keep them out and just make the transgender sign up. Thank you very much, Sheila. Love it very much. Transgenders, so bizarre, oh, world. Behavioral health. And as your ash, I will continue that ash. focus. You're just an ass. Gives up. Yep. Shut up, mister. Mitchell displains. Yeah, it's real comforting, uh, Sean, when a Pfizer 
wanted to lock up their side effect profile on the vaccine for 75 years. And then they have the nerve to basically, the nerve to basically come up with Paxlovid because ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were generic. This, yeah. this is totally done by design. And by the way, gain of function regarding your other caller, that's what Fauci did. He took 600000 he went through Echo Health Alliance, yeah. and they took SARS, and they merged it with Arginine. Mitchell, That's how they knew it was airborne. Do that me a favor. Do me a favor, was. Mitchell. I want you to go on Dr. John Campbell's site. You can find him on Rumble, which I prefer. He's also on YouTube, if you're familiar with it. And take a look at two clips ago. There's a young girl on there, a woman, young woman, a mother, who has such horrendous adverse vaccine effects that she's in a wheelchair. And nobody talks about it except Ron Johnson two years ago as he held a conference in the the senator. He went on for seven hours and not one media outlet would cover it. This is an organized coup d'etat, a seizure of your life. This is intentional. And in the meantime, I got to pretend it's normal. So very progressive, interesting thinking from the Swiss government. See, the Swiss government protects its citizen. The CDC wants you to give it to a seven-month-old. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Ditto's buddy. Hey, uh, we're working over on 84th and Aberdeen, and uh, I got to see my first live-action gang shooting. Ooh, I got you do? shot down. Laying, in, uh, laying on the sidewalk with blood all over him. Huh. And I tell Carlene, and I'm thinking, I'm going to have the story today, and i got to find out that she almost got mugged this morning. Yeah. I love Chicago when it gets hot out. Nice. Chicago, springtime in Chicago, where your bills get... <laughs> yes, I love it. you got to love it. They're going to they're gonna have a great time. The DNC is coming here, huh? All right, good. You'll finally, uh, you'll finally see what your policies lead to. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Craig? Oh, we lost Craig. Craig must have uh, been been victimized by the same cartel that got Nikki Whaley. Uh, Tony and Crown Point. Hey, Sean. Love you. Love your show. Keep speaking the truth, brother. Keep speaking the truth. Right back but at hey, you. Hey, you know, they say that, you know, U.S. dollar could collapse, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, what do I do? Buy gold, silver, cows, chickens, whatever, whatever. Then I'm like, screw it, man. I don't even care. Let's go. You know, let it crash and let's see who survives. You know, it's funny, you Tony. You've, we've become so normalized to inflation that we pretend this predicament we're in is somehow getting better. See, that's the problem. That is the psychological takeover of your opinion that governments strive for. They now think we're better than what? Does no one remember three years ago? Does no one remember before Joe Biden stole the most important office in the world? This is the problem with, with our society. We can adapt to terrible circumstances. Thank you very much, Tony. For instance, the inflation, the CPI number came out. Not only is your government completely full of bull dung, they're getting, they're getting hard-pressed to start taking out things to make it seem palatable. Oh, inflation is still pretty high and sticky in some places. And if you look at the core, which is what the Fed is targeting, taking out food and energy, up 0.4% from the last month. It's not nearly where it needs to be. Took out food and energy. So when you go fill up your car and it's $85 if you got an SUV or 65 if you got a sedan, don't think about three years ago when it was 25 and 38. Peter and Wilmette. Hey, Sean. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned it earlier. 
why no congressman or senator is asking the question, why is he so lenient on China? Why is he so late to Ukraine with weaponry for defense? Uh, the payoffs, obviously. As far as him running, he's not running again. What oh. he's going to do, Sean, he is going to play, oh, I have Alzheimer's now. And I'll tell you what, and this is probably, you probably will get a better idea of this than me. What do you think the odds are that the fix is in for Sam Bankman Freed? What do you oh, think? Oh, he's going to, he first, of all, first of all, he got bail and never put up any money. You know, nobody talked about right. this. He had this massive amount of bail, but they didn't put up $1 and he's walking out. Why? See, yeah, there's, this is a two tiered system that people are going to have to wake up and see. Yeah, his parents have already put the money in, they've already bought the pardon. Joe's going to pardon all these bad people, and then he's going to go, oh, who, me? I'm, what's my name? I'm Joe? Oh, okay. He's going to play Alzheimer Joe. Peter, the, the, so, the problems we, the good people of the of the country, the good Americans, are walking around, and we have, I was at a meeting with a few guys, we were lunch meeting, we are having conversation and lunch, and you have this air of demoralization, because what we yeah. really know is that Joe Biden was never elected. The, the the mafia has figured out how to corrupt the election system, and we are all, are all walking around knowing that we're never going to have an honest election in this country. And the government well, doesn't want to make it honest. They don't want to implement laws, simple laws, to put the 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 that we can audit the outcome of these elections. The idea that we are living in the year twenty twenty three, we can't audit the elections. It's preposterous. I have to turn to my abuser who lies to me on everything, on every number, on every economic, on every policy. And now you're going to tell me the truth. Come on. Who do you think's running? Who do you think's running in his place? I think they're figureheads, brother. I think the cabal of corruption is who makes the decisions. Joe Biden doesn't know yeah, if it's too. Tuesday or fracking July. The, well, the, he's, he's not running. I the, mean, he's a lame duck if he says the bureaucracies of corruption and fascism are running our nation. Whether you want to talk about the military industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, the green energy industrial complex. What do you want to talk about? The problem is we are not in a representative republic anymore and we don't know how to get it back. Thank you very much. This was brought to light in a very simple case. What do you think about the Dominion lawsuit that's now going on against Fox News? Different case, of course, and it's, um, you know, against me. But what is is that a stronger case? a, a, a small involvement in a case in, in the West where we're arguing that Dominion should not be able to uh, sue for defamation unless they're willing to disclose their algorithms and how their system works. They're not willing to disclose that because the fix is in. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me. run things it's cost to all citizens ironically only a small portion bear the costs the honest good people that's who always pays for bad decisions and bad politics as you see the once great city collapsing around you by the way we're going to cover uh 
the three three Brinks trucks robbed simultaneously. Ah, they're good kids. They just took a wrong turn. I have one of the few people I'll tolerate in the studio with me. I like him because he inspired the untucked shirt, and his legs are as white as the counters. He is David Hockberg, a man who sweats from his breasts. He is the rue of goo when it comes to money and housing. What's up there, sexy? I, I don't know if I could if, if I've ever had much better of an introduction than that. Sure, it's, it's tough to live up. Yeah, to. Yeah, there's a lot of freaks out there that like their cleavage, Harry. <laughs> You're all right. In the meantime, we have some real concerns when it goes to housing. Yep. In one month, I read this RocketHome.com. Yep. Not the lender. Don't get nervous. Right, right, right. It's an it's a startling statistic. The uh, available homes on uh, for sale. Went up 28.3%. Did you see that? Yes, I did. That's not good. Well, it it, it has to do with... Oh, this is going to... No, 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 no. lipstick we, on the pig. We, we've seen... Uh, the, there's no lipstick to put on the pig. It's a fact. Illinois is, is in the top five states that saw a mass migration out of, of, uh, of residents out of the state. New York, Louisiana, you know, where the other uh, two of the three, New Jersey... Mm-hmm. So there was uh, in California, a lot of people are moving out of California into Wyoming and Idaho. Have yes. you seen that? Wyoming and Idaho were one of the top five states of people migrating into to buy homes right. in those states. I mean, not since the gold rush or the porn business has people mo- more people moved out of California than it. Right. But here's here's the other thing you need to we need to do, help my people, because not everybody has the ability to buy another house and all the rest. But there are people that do not take advantage of the assets they have. Correct. And this is something that... Can I stop you there? Or position themselves... Correct. ...to take advantage of the assets that they have. Because they have assets, but they don't have access to those assets. And one of those assets is, as you will agree, liquidity in your home. Right. Okay, go ahead. And the other thing is this. If you hedge yourself... You know, it's like a bad position. You have two options in a bad position. Mm-hmm. You can take the haircut and get out, or you can put a spread on right. and have the good side offset the loss on the bad side. This right. is what a lot of people do not do, and most people could do. When you have an asset that is clearly going to be worth less in the future, if you own a house in Chicago specifically, and you realize that in, in one month you had almost a 30% increase in inventory, your prices are going down, kid. I mean, you don't have to... You know, even a CPS student could figure this out. But that doesn't mean you can't tap that equity today. Correct. And leverage it somewhere else and have a return. But you have to get involved. And I think that people have a problem where they just shut down and they would rather just say, oh, I'll I'll sustain it. I'll go through the problem. And in that, time is the enemy of all man. If you do not take advantage of the time, you'll be on the wish you should team. And that is about 80% of people. Do you not? Agree with that? I no, I agree with you 100%. People freeze up and they're afraid of what they don't know, right? And even though we talk about it repeatedly, a home equity line of credit is the best way to access the equity of your home, especially when rates are in the sixes and the sevens as they are right now. Fannie, Freddie, and FHFA, Federal Finance Housing Authority, just came out with new rules making it tougher for homeowners to take cash out of their homes. That's why more of our listeners who are going to do cash out refinances are going to either pay discount points to do that in the future when rates come down or go into an FHA loan for a short period of time and transition back into a, a Fannie Freddie loan. I mean, I'm going deep in the woods here, but the easiest way... Well, that's where your cookies are. I know that's where my cookies are, yeah. deep in the woods. <laughs> the easiest way today, because after COVID, 
over 70% of the homeowners in the United States have rates that start with a three or less because of the record low rates. So why do we have record low inventories right now? Because homeowners are looking at their mortgage rates at twos and threes. Then if they sell it, yeah, they'll have equity. But when they go to move someplace in Illinois, they're going to start with a six or a seven today, depending upon the equity and the situation, the different variables. The difference is, and I know where you're going with this, so I'm going to cut you off because I want to sound smart on your show. The the difference is if you go to a state and move to a state like Florida Uh with unbelievably low real estate taxes, and when you offset that monthly payment with the real estate taxes versus the real estate tax you're paying here, it still makes sense to take that 6%, to to leave that 2 and 3, take out a 6, save that two to $3,000 a month to buy a place down in Florida. So and that's where our listeners need to see And they that. have to be aware of the of the signs of trouble. You know what, Honey Bunny, I have that clip from yesterday with California. You have to see what these scallywags are doing. Oh, with the millionaire tax? No. They have a big problem in selling inventory. Honey Bunny, get that clip yesterday, if you don't mind, from, from California. But there's another issue at hand. You have a Federal Reserve that's working hard against the prosperity of the people. Yes. And they, they pretend to manage and mitigate this idea that you're going to uh, have full employment and they're going to control inflation by destroying the access to money. It is a fool's errand. It's impossible it is, to do. It is going to be terrible if you're not rich. Let's be f- correct. This is their goal. Yeah. To drive down the ability for people to buy things. I right? agree. Right. And they want to throw, we got 60% of the country on welfare benefits of some program or another, uh-huh. when you include all the nonsense. So it's going to get worse before it gets better because you're going to have to throw out these idiots. Correct. And they're going to have to get policies that lead to prosperity. But when you're talking about a rate increase, the likes of which this country has never seen. The past 12 months, we've gone up literally five points in the past 12 months. Insane. I have Mary Daly. You know who that dimwit is? No. Yeah, she's a moron from California. And she's in charge of the San Francisco Fed. Right. Now, right. the old one that was in charge of that, that banking whore, he went on to Silicon Valley Bank where he raped the people and then got bailed out from Washington because he oh, pays them off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Mary has a, a little message for us. The FOMC has increased the policy rate considerably over the past years. And it will likely take some more time for those increases to take their full effect on the economy. But so what she's saying is your economy of the citizens who are not rich are, is going to get worse. And we're not going to change our ideology until it gets worse. Correct. And that's where Elizabeth Warren comes in and says everybody's got to have a bubble around them and a soft landing. It's impossible to have. We pumped as a country. $4 trillion into the economy <laughs> in under 18 months. Yeah. $4 tri- with a T. Yeah. People that didn't need the money yeah. got the money. So this has effects. And, and spent the money. What's happening now is if you're not rich, but you still make money, yes. people don't realize under a tax burden system of a progressive tax, you can make couple hundred thousand a year but you're living on half of that or 40 percent or whatever the you're case getting is. crushed you're getting crushed all the way around so california rather than admit it because this is a, a really poorly run state the most gorgeous state in the country right. destroyed by politics Screw it up. i spoke for you yesterday i was oh, very comfortable doing you. it and uh listen to the money bundler who's in your business this scallywag whore okay who pretends this is a good thing Every state has some sort of home buying assistance program. In California, it's administered by the California Housing Finance Agency. CalHFA is essentially the state's affordable housing lender. So, in our Ellen Martin is. She sounds cute, doesn't she? 
No, you tell no me account. her husband's not banging his head off of one of those pillars under a bridge. In the meantime, that. wait till you hear what the plan is. Go Have ahead. you heard? Do you know what I'm going to play? You? I I know of. I just came back from California, so I know of the program that they were introducing with the down payment assistance that they ran out of money in under a month. But, but the I don't director know. Director of CalHFA, they've been providing down payment assistance yep. for low and moderate income first time home they buyers for years. But now a new program is set to supercharge their ability to help. It's called, appropriately enough, the California Dream for All Shared Appreciation Loan Program. It's available to low and moderate income. So the upper income limit is that $211,000. So you Which out make- there, wait, 211 sounds like a lot, but out there, like l- l- here, it's 100 and, uh, 106, 7, 105, 8, I think is the average median income here, something like that, but out in California because everything's... No, so- our average median income in Chicago is 52,000. Right, but for average household median income is, is like 105, 7 is what we use to if So you qualified. mean if a couple of fellas are married? And they're <laughs> if, both a, working. if a couple is married, right. if enough. two people, whatever sex you are, so buying... <laughs> So who is gay? Nobody's gay. What's wrong with you, squirrel? In the meantime, all right, here we go. Go ahead. The loans pay for a down payment and closing costs. Take this two-bedroom house in western Chula Vista. (laughs) It's on the market for $749,000, a price that might seem out of reach for many. But with the new California Dream for All home loan program, this house has become more affordable for a lot more people. What did you think when you first heard about this? I thought the program was genius. Scott Evans is executive vice president of Cross Country Mortgage in San Diego. Sell that stock. Sell Cross Country stock. Short that son of a dog. Because what they're ignoring is this plan of utopia. Only even is you can even speak of it. Yeah. Because the assumption is the prices will go up prior to 2008 and the collapse. Yeah. We had about 15 years where the average borrower had less than 3% equity in his house. Correct. All right? So now these idiots came up with a way to make that even smaller. Now you have zero equity. Well, you know what it is? They're giving you... So here's the VIG, right? Here's the angle. They're giving... Uh, homeowners, 20% down payment and all the closing costs, eliminating every single barrier other than income to qualify and credit scores, right? Yeah. And a $700,000 home in California is like a one-bedroom ranch, right, with 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 600 yeah, square feet. Yeah, but there's feet. a lot of things that go into that price, but the more important thing is what's the what's the fundamental I, premise of the problem? I totally I totally understand. The fundamental promise is, the premise is, is that they're giving you 20% down. So they're giving this home buyer 150 grand. It's not cross country mortgage other lenders were using it. $150,000 for the down payment plus the closing costs. Here's the deal. The state would get the money back plus split any appreciation 50-50. Oh, I thought it was, okay. no, it's 20%. 20% with the homeowner. Yeah. So they're laying out over 150 Gs to get these low to moderate income families in and only benefiting if it was 50-50 I could see, right? If 20% doesn't make any sense to me, but 50-50 that's California. Challenge is if it goes down, no risk to the homeowner if the value goes down. And only risk to the people because what you're not saying is you're approaching this as a businessman, even though as a businessman you wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. It's ridiculous. But here's the other thing. The government doesn't have any fracking money. Correct. California is not a bank. California is not a hedge fund. California is a taxing body that redistributes taxes. 
So who exactly is the owner of the fracking property? And they're driving the value of properties up by pushing all this money into. And they ran out of money, Sean. In under a month, they ran out of funds. They didn't realize how overly successful this. What are you talking about? You're giving away the, the, over $150,000. The idea is this. This is a Soviet plan oh, in which is worse for the Soviet government. So it has failed on every front. And this is the guarantee of another housing collapse. I'll be back with David Hochberg, 312-642-5600 after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So now California, land of, I mean, what a gorgeous place. Dude, the sickening part about California, if you've ever been there, it's the most gorgeous place on earth. Yeah, I was in San Francisco last year. My daughter wanted to go to San Francisco for spring break. Then this year she wanted to go to L.A. And I'm like, how about Vegas? Right? I'm like, how about San Diego? Yes. Right? Some place, you know, I catch a couple of shows or something, but she, whatever. We go out there. So San Francisco last year. Uh-huh. The, the pier where you take the ferry to go to um, Alcatraz. Cross the What's stri- his name? Uh, Alcatraz. Oh, Stop yourself. all right. Go ahead. Stop. All on. right, go ahead. So across where the boat leaves to go to Alcatraz, there's a bus stop. Okay? All right. In the bus stop, there's a homeless guy set up a tent, took over the entire freaking bus stop. So I see a copper over over by our hotel, and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm from Chicago. How you doing? He's like, great. I'm like, I'm like, how's I'm like, I just saw a homeless guy over over by the pair. I'm like, can't you do anything about that? I'm just talking, you know, right? He's like, he's like, we can't lay a freaking finger on him. Yeah, be lucky they didn't take your wallet and give it to the guy. We can't touch him. He's like, I'll tell you one other thing. I'm standing outside some tchotchke shop that my wife and daughters are in, which I hate, you know. Uh, so and they're in shop. He's like, if somebody runs out of this store right now with the a handful, two handfuls of of sweaters and, and sweatshirts. Can't touch them. Yeah, Democrat policy. Can't do anything with them. So they destroy the quality of life and yada, yada, yada. And now they are implementing a tax. In L.A. In L.A., if your house is worth X, Y, Z, you Millionaire's pay. tax. Millionaire. And Coming you, soon to a city of Chicago near you. Well, here's the difference. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Go ahead. California implemented a failed policy mm-hmm. of freezing property taxes that the resident can take one time with them. Yes. So if you bought a house in Bel Air yep. in 1965 and your property taxes were $1,100, ta-da, your taxes are $1,100 today. Yes. So there is no incentive to sell those assets. Zero. So these people, rich people aren't stupid. Rather than pay that tax, they'll do what the Queen of England did, and they'll have 99-year leases. 100%. They'll have no property. Now, in Chicago, however, even though relatively they pay lower property taxes than the other counties that do not have the Mike Madigans and Ed Burks and the syndicate of corruption. They're catching up. They're catching up. Yes. Right? But they're going to implement it lower. It'll be lower than that $5 million in California. It'll be a million. And it'll be 3.5% on your income over 100000 as mm-hmm. the Marxist Brandon Johnson wants to implement. It'll be massive uptick in your... So they're going to squeeze you out of good properties. Yes. And when you sell... There's a massive cost called stamps and other fees. Right. Well, right now it's $7.50 in the 606 zip code. If you purchase a home in the 606 zip code or a, an invest, or a uh, commercial piece of property, yeah, it's $7.50 for every $1,000 of the purchase price. For every $100,000, it's $750. That's the easy way. <laughs> On the way out, 
right? Yeah. About 10, 15 years ago, they implemented yes. a, on the way out. It's $3 yeah. per thousand on the way out. So every $100,000, it costs you $300. So you don't own your freaking house. You're just hanging on to what you're getting content, eaten yeah. into the equity. But here's the other thing that fries me. Uh, there's a moron Only in the, one? In Only the one Chicago. Thing? Well, I got a lot of things. I know. There's a moron in the Chicago Democrat Party that called into the show on, on Saturday during John Anthony show. He pretends they need more housing for low income. Nobody talks about the property that people have vacated sure. and left like fracking Detroit that you could buy for a dollar if the Table of Wisdom LLC with two crooked judges and Ed Burke don't buy it if and John, steal it in the auction. Uh, John Anthony is listening now. I am offering credit financial literacy to the black and brown community. I will go into the black and brown community, complimentary, no charge. I'm talking to a number of different black pastors right now yeah. to schedule financial literacy training for their members. I will teach you what credit is, their communities. What? No, it's, uh, no they, I mean, you mean the $30,000 a year per pupil doesn't talk about that? They don't. Uh, it, our kids up here in high school don't know what credit is, okay? The challenge is at least, hopefully, th- their parents know what somewhat credit is, but after seeing credit reports, I, I highly doubt that. Here's the deal. If John Anthony and the black and brown community want complimentary financial literacy, or if any business owners want me to come into their organization yeah. or company, I will come in. We'll do a lunch and learn. Email me. I'll set it all up. All right. I'll email your employees. What do you want to know about credit? I'm going to Northern on the 26th yeah. to do a segment. I'm going out in October, homecoming week, back to Northern to do something on credit are up you, there. Are you going to do me a favor? Are you going to wear pants? I'm going to wear pants and an undershirt. Because those kids will be laughing at your good, big ass good. out there with those pasty legs. In the meantime, 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, you got to pay attention. You're a young kid. I'd hate to be your age. Under Bidenomics, feudalism. The government is economically trying to bankrupt you. And if you think I'm wrong, did anybody hear the EPA, the head of the EPA? And when you listen to this, remember, the EPA wasn't created by your government. Congress did not create this bureaucracy of corruption, intimidation, and regulation used as laws and taxation. This was created by a president, a low-life scumbag. It's true. Look it up. Light, medium, and heavy-duty vehicles are some of the biggest contributors to greenhouse gas pollution. The first set of proposed standards focus on light and medium-duty vehicles. It builds on EPA's existing standards for passenger cars and light trucks for model years 2023 through 2026. EPA estimates that this proposal would reduce our cumulative CO2 emissions by 7.3 billion metric tons from the years 2027. And the cost of what that bull dung, that phony calculation, that hypothesis of liars and frauds and cheats, the cost is irrelevant, not to mention the cost of lives. Has anybody been paying attention to the massive uptick in deaths in highway and traffic accidents due to the EPA? making cars more dangerous and more dangerous. Sure, ingenuity has created crash cages and whatnot, but the government doesn't give a rip about that. They want it more dangerous because they want more power. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call, and I'm real sorry about keeping you waiting earlier. No problem. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. I know right. to cut you loose. If I don't hear from you, I figured a cartel got you. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I, I was running, baby, but I outran him. Oh, hey, listen, uh, you're quite the artist. I'm going to tell you something. You were, the way you've taken paint a picture with words oh. is basically astonishing. Oh, thank now, you. I, I listen to you all the time and everything like that. I appreciate But that. I'll tell you what. When you describe these rats and these uh, Democrat uh, morons and everything like that, the way you put it together and everything, it paints a picture that we can see and everything well, like it, that. It has to be put together because what the people have to realize is the government that you think is so virtuous, is so worried about building you this utopia, is only selling you a fraud while they rob your quality of life. This is something that we've somehow turned a blind ear to. And the answer is certainly not turning to the 80-year-old Mitch McConnell's, the Republican cabal of corruption. As they somehow have swindled the answer to open and notorious bribery through campaign contributions. It's the only aspect of our entire society that pays no taxes. Lobbying, they have no taxes. And the more you bribe the so-called elected representatives, the more they become oligarchs. And the more corrupt our society gets. And that's why very few, if any, are calling for the removal of the most obvious asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, some call president. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sean, there's a little bit of encouragement to realize there's at least one one program out there where we hear the truth. I'll tell you what, we can talk about the truth. So that's why we appreciate your program oh, so much. Thank you very much. Ragged Mount Greenwood, you're the best. I appreciate it. Now, as promised, the lovely Honey Bunny updated you on a true love story. Let's call it a Chicago love story, because I'm convinced at the root of this problem is young love. Parents didn't want them to get together. The schools were up against them. The government said, no, you cannot date each other. Heterosexual love is frowned upon now. And this is why they needed a little money for the road. I'm convinced of it. I hope at least that's the story. But let's start with Nate Rogers, who, have, who has more on a spree of armored uh, truck robberies that have unfolded today. Nate. Do you think Warren Beatty will play Clyde? I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Anthony and Don. There have been three armored truck robberies today alone happening here in the city and the suburbs. The FBI working to figure out if these crimes are connected. First, I want you all to take a listen to some sound from um, a dispatcher when she first reached out to officers about this latest hit. Units in 677 in green, they have a person who robbed the Brinks truck at gunpoint. They sold about 400000 400000 No taxes? Well, you're like a lobbyist. Units in the area, 77 in green. $400,000, you heard it there. About a dozen federal agents seen here in Bridgeport. A Brinks truck surrounded by crime tape. Police say two men approached the driver who was unloading on the street. He was headed into a checks cash location when the thieves displayed guns and demanded the vehicle. Police say the man... Huh. Just another beautiful Wednesday hump day Kamala Harris afternoon in Chicago. This is the problem with springtime and a government that incentivizes crime rather than prosecutes it. In the meantime, which direction should we go to? What do you think? Think uh, I should validate my accusations of the Democrat scoundrels? I think I should. Hakeem Jeffries' uncle was well known, especially in New York, for his controversial remarks. Among the things uh, Leonard Jeffries said, uh, he claimed that rich Jews... Uh, financed the slave trade. He said that Jewish Hollywood executives, quote, planned and plotted a conspiracy to denigrate black Americans in their films. Uh, he was. Is this Kanye West's uncle? Oh, no, no, no. It's it's Hakeem Jeffries' uncle. You mean Hakeem Jeffries, the highest ranking congressman in the Democrat Party, the one that's the new the new Nancy Pelosi without the insider trading yet? 
condemned back in those days by the Anti-Defamation League, by then-Governor Mario Cuomo. After a lengthy legal battle, he left his position at the City, City University of New York. How had the politician, Hakeem Jeffries, explained this in the past? So uh, Jeffries has downplayed his associations uh, with the past. And I want people to read this quote uh, that he gave to The Wall Street Journal uh, in 2013, in which he says uh, there was no Internet uh, during that era. And I can't even recall uh, a daily newspaper in Binghamton, New York, but it wasn't covering uh, the things that the New York Post and Daily News were uh, at the time. Uh, Jeffries has made uh, similar comments over the years, most recently in 2019 uh, to the Axe Files podcast. Take a listen to this. My father made a deliberate decision to try to shield us from that controversy because he was very concerned as to how it could just impact our well-being, our focus, because it was an intense situation. I've said that there are many statements that he has made that I disagree with and that obviously are very different than the course that I've followed. Um, and I've sort of left it at that. Did you know that Hakeem's Jeffries, father and uncle, held around with not just Farrakhan, but the Black Liberation Theology Army? Did you know that, Squirrel? does explain why they picked him from obscurity. When I say they, I mean the new Democrat Party. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Huh. Uh, so that is Hakeem Jeffries to David Axelrod. In the earlier quote you read, sort of uh, keeping this at an arm's length, I don't really know that much about it. I don't agree, but I don't know much about it. But uh, you went to Binghamton University. That's where Hakeem Jeffries went to college. And you found he had actually written about his uncle and Louis Farrakhan back then when he was 21 year old as a student. Rot roll. When he was 21 years old, he wrote about his uncle, his father, and Louis Farrakhan? Huh. The Three Stooges of Stupidity. Student, what did you find? Yeah, that's right. So Jeffries uh, and the Black Student Union actually invited his uncle to speak on campus. And then after Jewish student groups protested, Jeffries led a press conference uh, defending his uncle. That obviously undermines that quote we just read from The Wall Street Journal a little bit earlier, where uh, he said he could not even recall um, you know, local press coverage of this. He actually led a press conference. Uh, he then wrote this editorial where, where he defended him. And I'm, I'm just going to read a couple lines from it. Uh, he says, Dr. Leonard Jeffries and Louis Farrakhan have come under intense fire. Where do you think their interests lie? Dr. Leonard Jeffries uh, has challenged the existing white supremacist educational system and longstanding distortion of history. His reward has been a media lynching complete with uh, character assassinations and inflammatory, erroneous accusations. Uh, so that is very different of how he reacted, responded, wrote back then to what he says, what he has said. By the what time this story, story hits the rest of the media, it will come out that Hakeem Jeffries was just ahead of his time. He was an anti-Semite, bigoted, racist, black liberation theologist before it was popular, way back in college. And it does explain why he's the highest ranking Democrat in Congress today. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. But don't worry, that made a nice bed for mommy at the bottom of the architects of ghettos, the policies of failure and corruption. That is the Democrat legacy, the Democrat history. So as they now have taken a turn through hardcore Marxists, racists, hate-mongering fools like Hakeem Jeffries, 
Is it going to distract from the policies of corruption that they demand on implementing? So I'm going to play you a clip from the Barack. He likes big butts and he cannot lie era. A green energy celebration, the likes of which Joe Biden signed right before he went off to the short in the pants mafia utopia. This is from seven and a half years ago. And Joe Biden just signed a new one two days ago. Oklahoma is about to get an economic boost that many local leaders are calling historic. A 700-mile energy transmission line is in the works across three states, and the company behind it is calling on Oklahomans to build it. Two Works for You reporter Darcy Jackson is live in Claremore tonight with more on the project. Great, isn't it? Darcy? Oh. Well, Karen, Pelco Industrial here is teaming up with Houston-based Clean Line Energy to build the... Pelco Industrial. What are the odds that this... Fraud company, Pelco Industrial, donates a tremendous amount of money to PACs and lobbyists on K Street to get a boondoggle payoff, the likes of which they haven't seen since Joe Biden usurped and stole the most powerful office on the planet. Two billion dollar line that will move wind power from the panhandle to Tennessee. And that could mean hundreds of permanent jobs and millions of dollars to communities that desperately need it. The fact that we can lead the way in this kind of innovation and energy is amazing. Today, Houston's Clean Line Energy learned more about Claremore, the community chosen to build their project. From By the way, thanks to inflation, the same boondoggle scandal, the same line to move energy from windmills and solar that Joe Dimwit and Diapers Biden just signed. Thanks to inflation, it's going to cost you $5 billion. Nobody wants to do the math, except the very few people who can know how to do math. They're not Democrats, by that way. Here's why the costly energy games of the U.S. and other countries will be coming to an end. Tell me, Richie Hello, Rich. I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead. Will you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times? The Group of Seven, which is made up of the economically advanced democracies of the U.S., Japan, Germany, Britain, France, and Canada, ended its recent summit meeting with a pledge to move faster away from fossil fuels and to alternative energy sources like windmills, solar panels, and even the nascent technology of renewable hydrogen. But the experiences of the Ukraine war necessitated caveats. Europe, especially Germany, is heavily dependent on Russian natural gas and oil. Putin is cutting back deliveries to certain countries because of their support for Ukrainian freedom fighters. What Richie Rich isn't telling you, this is before America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, creating the largest ecological man-made disaster in human history and denying it to this day. What, what he's not going to tell you is that they are ignoring the fact that all of Europe is reverting back to the only real true energy, oil, natural gas, and coal. See, the problem is that we, when I say we, the opposition to the Democrat mafia, the Richie Riches of the Republican Party, underestimated the ability for the American people to decipher reality because we have been victims of a psychological coup d'etat. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, active мероприятия in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions. 
You're living in an America that demands you acknowledge a man dressed as a woman as a woman. Women dressed as men as birthers. You're living in an America that would elect an 80-year-old dimwood in diapers. You think they're going to recognize the failures of the greatest scam called green energy? I don't think so. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so numbers from a pathological government. How do you really quantify the cost of political failure? Well, you could look at the Democrat areas, realize the struggles of the people and the mediocrity and feudalism of their lives, their earnings, or we could discuss principles. I prefer to do the latter. My next guest is a research fellow in the Thomas R. Rowe Institute for Economic Policy Studies at the Heritage Foundation. He is Joel Griffith. Joel, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me tonight. Joel, I love having you because uh, we get to go over some facts, and I need to put into perspective how my people are being lied to by the government. They claim to be a, a republic for the people rather than the people who have bastardized the economy and destroyed the equity of, of the life of the average earner in, in, in Illinois or in the country, per se. When you talk about CPI and you realize that they're backing out some of the most onerous costs when it comes to energy and housing, and there's something I've wanted to ask somebody in your position for quite a while. Since Obamacare was implemented, every year, on average, it rises more than $225 per person, more than $700 per family. This is since 2010 to now. Is that ever factored in, the CPI? Well, look, the CPI, the way they measure it, of course, is quite complicated. I think all of us realize that over the past two years, most of our cost of living has increased um, at a steeper level than what the official numbers report. Um, and there's a lot of factors behind that. But the bottom line is that even the official government data, once again, last month showed that the cost of living jumped by 5% year over year. And that's slightly better than where it was last month. But here's what they're not telling you. Um, and this is also buried in the data. We have now seen year over year real wages adjusted for inflation. We've seen those real wages decline for 24 consecutive months. That's almost each and every month of the Biden presidency. We have seen our real incomes decline year over year. And at Heritage Foundation, we've computed what that means overall in terms of thousands of dollars. And that means for a typical middle class family, because of inflation outpacing outpacing wage gains, we've seen a real income cut for a regular family of more than $6,000 per year. And one more fact on that. That doesn't even count the fact that interest rates have gone up. So if you've got a $10,000 credit card, you're yeah. paying another $1,500 a year on your credit card. And if you look to buy a home, of course, your mortgage payment is about $12,000 more per year right now than it would have been two years ago when Biden took office. So the only thing that has kept up with inflation is welfare increases under emergency policies of COVID, whereas it sits today in very Democrat-heavy areas, New York, New Jersey, Illinois. A family of four is receiving food stamp benefits double what the average family spends. The average family spends $525 uh, prior to, to, to Biden taking office. I'm sure it's increased drastically. Uh, 
Food stamps, family of four qualifies for over $1,000. Isn't this the real scam of the American government as they are giving increases to welfare recipients? There are demands for increases in Section 8 housing vouchers. And yet the people who are not on this, the workers, the average Americans, their cost of, uh, of, of, of life has skyrocketed. And there's really no way to offset it until you turn to welfare system. Is this not a plot? Or am I being too suspicious? Well, well, you left out something here. And you know who else has kept up with the inflation? Our government workers. They get their oh. cost of living adjustment. Well, they're so the they're, mafia they're doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Public sector workers overall are doing quite well throughout all this. Now, you mentioned all these welfare programs. And, of course, that is part of the problem where um, welfare benefits often are very generous. And, and people are, are finding that uh, they can choose not to work and game the system and be able to somehow get through life. And that's really, it's not just an affront to us as taxpayers, but it also um, really leads a lot of people into an undignified way of living. And that's sad. I think we all believe in helping out people, those in need, but I'm talking about, of course, those that can work and choose not to work. And that's showing up in the numbers too. If you look at the percentage of able-bodied adults that are working today of working age, it's only around 60%. So you're talking two out of five people between the ages of 18 and the 60-ish, they're, they're actually not working uh, today. And part of that's because of these welfare benefits. But something else we've got to keep in mind, we're talking about the trillions of dollars worth of deficit spending we've had and all the money printing that we've seen the last few years that have led to the inflation that's harming the middle class. A lot of those dollars were distributed almost helicopter style, not just to those that we're talking about on welfare, but we're talking about trillions of dollars that were distributed to families, whether they needed the money or not, and to businesses, including many of the largest corporations in the country yeah. that received these COVID bailouts. That was wrong from the start. And now that was supported not just by Democrats, that was supported by Republicans, many of them, and supported by a Republican president. So there's a lot of blame um, oh, I yeah. think to share right now on the, on the situation we're in. I mean, I, I trace it all the way back to the bastardization of what the American private sector economy was what it should be and what the intention is to W. Bush in the first economic collapse, using it as an excuse to nationalize the failure. And this is really where that kind of ideology leads to, to where we are now accepting a government that almost openly is backdoor nationalizing the most important sector of any country, the energy sector, and they're insisting that we change the foundation of that energy. And... I'm hearing very few push uh, Republicans push back on the idea that we are spending two trillion dollars in an inflation reduction act. Ninety percent of it is going towards the costs of this new green energy because it's giving the power to the government. And I think that's why they're not pushing back. The Republicans like the position of government. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up because when we're talking about the Green New Deal. A lot here, a lot of Republicans that are towing the line on that and saying we had to fight the Green New Deal, fight AOC and the Bernie Sanders. Well, uh, and that's great. But if you look at what's been going on on the state level with a lot of Republican legislators joining in with Democrat legislators to actually push forward their own mini versions of the Green New Deal, they don't call it that. They call it solar panel subsidies or paint yeah. assessments for your property, all of these tax credits. I mean, look what happened in Texas a few years ago in the cold snap. That was because Texas is one of the hotbeds of crony energy capitalism. Um, so we've seen both parties succumb to this. And, uh, you know, you also see this in the EV space. You know, these electric vehicle manufacturers have been made friends 
with Democrats and Republicans. And that's really, I know we're going off on a tangent here, but I was looking at a study today that suggests that there's big EV push that, um, that the Biden administration is pushing forward. That could result in additional costs just for grid maintenance of yes. $1,800 to 3000 bucks for every car sold. That's something that all of us are going to shoulder, even if we're not driving around a Tesla. Joel, there is a well-known, uh, in the real estate business, a well-known property to avoid, and that is a property that has installed a solar system. The reason that you avoid it is they're dishonest, and when I say they, I mean the people who sell the solar panels to the people. They're paying sixty, seventy thousand dollars for the system. The system saves a fraction of the of the bill. You save a hundred dollars a month, a hundred and forty dollars a month, and this is if you live in Florida, where I sell real estate. And the reality is, you don't break even for twenty five, thirty years. Break even on the cost of installation. This seems to be the pattern of the windmills. Three and a half million dollars. They don't break even for 21 years. They have a life expectancy of 20 years. The solar panel not only is technology that is decades and decades, if not 100 years old, but it enriches specific enemies to this nation. And at a certain point, is there an adult left in government that simply wants to do the math and realize this is a transfer of wealth, not from corporations to the society, but from people to corporations, most of whom are big oil companies in the first place, they've subsidized, they've, they've diversified themselves into green energy. And that's the real scam, the real fraud that the American people are being subjected to. This isn't a, 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 an assault on big oil. It's more of a payoff for less value. Oh, it absolutely is. And you're talking about the solar panels, uh, going to the weeds a bit on this uh, a little bit. A lot of these states have passed these programs where if you want to put in a $20,000 solar panel on your house, you can just go ahead and put it into your property assessment. Mm-hmm. And the homeowners are thinking they're getting this great bargain because they're, they're only paying, say, $50 a month for that assessment, and they, they seem to be saving $100 a month on electricity. And they don't even realize that when they go to sell that house, let's say in three or four years, they, that assessment passes along to the new homeowner, and a lot of these homeowners are finding themselves stuck. They've got this solar panel that saves them 100 bucks a month, but now they're stuck with this $18,000 assessment that's still on their house, and they have to lower the home price. So they're getting harmed uh, by that. But when it comes to the politicians, the politicians get to claim all the credit because of the jobs that were created and the installation teams to install the panels. Um, and, and unfortunately, people don't wake up until after the fact, until after the legislation is in effect. And it is really hard to repeal that cronyism once it's in there. And a lot of those solar companies especially are throwing around so much money, not just to the politicians on the state side, but I've been on Capitol Hill for years. And you go to these happy hour functions that are funded by them, and they bring in these young congressional staffers, both Republican and Democrat. They give them free food free booze, and then you'll wonder how this really awful policy gets passed. Yeah, well, it's Las right Vegas now. for nerds at fracking Washington. I don't know how many showers you have to take to get clean, Joel. But the reality is this system has been so corrupted and it hides under this virtue shield. And so many politicians are afraid to expose it. And I cannot for the life of me understand why they are not willing to expose it. And it really leads to the bigger overarching problem You're living in an America that is bankrupt. When you factor in the cost of debt, the debt ceiling, and all the rest of it, they're afraid to tell the truth because it would expose the house of cards the American economy has been turned into in, you could argue, three decades, but the reality is in two and a half. 
the last two and a half decades have set us on a trajectory in which this country is sooner or later going to have to admit it's bankrupt. And how in the world can Janet Yellen circumvent the debt ceiling and say we're just going to continue till June? Is there any cry in Washington for this to stop? No, I think uh, both, too often politicians from both parties uh, want this to continue. You know, this deficit's been run up in a bipartisan fashion. Um, we're, we're now in debt, and that's just on paper, we're on debt by over $200,000 per family of four, and we lose track of these numbers. And you know, part of the reason now that, that we've been able to ignore this is we still do have a relatively free market and a relatively uh, you know, respect for private property rights. So we see our economy growing over time, but we lose, we lose sight of how much better it could be because we're like, oh, our, our salaries are increasing 4%, cost of living by 2 I get a modest bump up in my standard of living every year, and that's wonderful. But it could be far, far better were we not spending nearly $600 billion a year in interest payments on the national debt, something that is likely to triple in the next 15 years or so. So, And, uh, and, and here's the problem, too, uh, Joel. We've allowed the government to act as if it was a venture capitalist or a hedge fund. And we have somehow said idly by, maybe because we're afraid to ask the question, but how can you separate government spending from private sector spending? We've have, we have a flaw in our system where it imitates private sector, where people now cannot untaint the well of the private economy. But what you're seeing, in particular in these Democrat hellhole sewers, like Chicago and Illinois and New York and New Jersey and all the rest of it, is you're seeing the private companies run. You're seeing right now we have Walmart announced they're closing Chicago stores, four of them. They'll continue to do that. How can you separate the money of government spending from the reality of a private economy, which seems to be getting smaller and smaller and smaller? And can you ever separate it at this stage of the GDP spending and government power? Well, I think this is where I think where state action comes in, individual states acting prudently. You mentioned, uh, um, I think, Target, you got Walmart's closing Whole Foods are leaving San Francisco. A lot of the big hedge funds, financial firms have been leaving New York and Chicago, leaving for places like Miami, Florida, and, and, and Palm Beach, where it's more business-friendly and it's actually safe to walk the streets. So I think that politicians um, need to recognize they have a lot of power on the state level to actually to, um, to actually implement positive economic policies, but it's important for the Republicans and the conservatives not to succumb to the same tactics of the left in trying to intertwine business uh, with government. And I'm talking about too, a lot of this crony capitalism you, you saw in Wisconsin, actually, several years ago, the Republican legislature, Republican governor, giving uh, billions of dollars worth of tax credits to Foxconn, yes. a Chinese company. Uh, and you saw even in Florida, there's been tax cronyism. Yeah. Uh, of, of oh, this is a duopoly of, of, of uh, corporatism. There's no question. Yeah. Oh, in Virginia, a few years ago, before Governor Youngkin was in there, you saw the big giveaway to Amazon to lure them into Arlington. Politicians always like to claim credit for these projects that they can point to saying, look, here's what we attracted. And they failed to recognize that when you go ahead and pay off these companies to move or give a special discounts to special companies, that makes the business climate less less hospitable for everybody else. And that's why you see places like Illinois, they have their favorites, like Caterpillar. But, you know, the business climate overall is miserable, and you see businesses drawing up. And I think uh, you know, conservatives, Republicans, and even the, the remaining sensible Democrats in these states need to take note um, uh, uh, of these other states and, and, and not repeat those mistakes as you see these capital finally flowing into places um, uh, like Florida. I have a question for you because I don't know how this happened. 
and I need somebody to shed light on it. And politicians don't want to answer the question or probably cannot answer the question. We have um, the examples and the recipients of corporatism in Washington, D.C., in these massive hedge funds. I see hedge funds, the honest ones, used to avoid buying real estate in very Democrat-controlled areas like Chicago, New York, and New Jersey. Blackstone somehow acquires $30 billion in commitments to deploy as a REIT to purchase vacated, tax-auctioned, low-income housing, and commercial real estate in big cities like Chicago in order to convert them into low-income housing. When you do the digging, you can't find who exactly has committed the billions of dollars to Blackstone. I remember as BlackRock, during the COVID shutdown, was given trillions and trillions of dollars by our government. How does the government have the ability to give investment seed money to hedge funds? When did that change? Uh, yeah, this investment seed money, this, that's uh, something very jarring. I actually don't have the details on that BlackRock situation. But we've seen the federal government get involved with, with projects like this now for years, a lot of it in the green energy space. But, of course, you see a lot of partnerships in the military space as well. Understand some of that is necessary. So a lot of it in the pharma space during during COVID, a lot of that, I think, uh, well, that's another conversation. Yeah. But this has been a problem for, some, for, for a while now. And we've seen this problem, too, with our own central bank. The Federal Reserve took these unprecedented actions during COVID to print billions of dollars to, to not just buy government, to start buying corporate equities or corporate bonds as well. And theoretically, they have the power to start buying exchange-traded funds, or they would take an ownership stake in actual companies, similar to what the make Japan has done. Um, at this point, Congress should be alarmed at the power that not just the administration has taken in their hands, but at what the powers that the Fed has taken in their hands as well. I think Congress needs to wake up and actually pass legislation explicitly telling the Federal Reserve that you do not have this type of power to print this money to go ahead and just buy corporate bonds and equities. It's a very dangerous no. situation. You know, it's almost a blend of uh, the Soviet era and <laughs> the capitalism that we have left. Joel, as you read about the, the Chinese Communist Party, this is what they do. They front the seed money. They pretend to have capitalism. They have Communist Party apparatchiks that act as business owners. And they go out into the world, and it's all government money. And as I look at the answers from the American government to how they were able to imitate the velocity of money during the COVID shutdown under a Republican president, to now how they're managing and mitigating investment firms, how they're backdoor nationalizing energy sector, I think we have more similar with the Chinese Communist Party than we do opposed. And it is why we are in the predicament where our government is beyond reproach when the evidence is quite clear they are the economy. Well, look, you, you know, the uh, Chinese uh, Communist Party, they've issued uh, a digital currency that is, very, that is programmable, meaning if you take this dollar of digital cash from the government, the government can turn it on, they can shut it off, they can diminish it in value, they can give you extra interest payments, they can tell you where to spend it, how to spend it, and if they ever tried to impose another shutdown, they could just make that digital currency Spendable. Well, and that's awful. And it's traceable. But guess what? Our own administration, the Biden administration, I'm just reading this report today. They released a report. They wanted to basically implement a very similar type (laughs) of digital dollar here in the United States for retail use. They're not even hiding their hand any longer at what the ultimate goal is here. Joel, it it just goes. Yeah, they're not repulsed by it. 
they're they're jealous of it. And when I say they, I mean our government. Our representatives yeah. aren't repulsed by Chinese control of the economy. They're titillated by it. And they want that here on this shore. Thank goodness we have organizations like the Heritage Foundation, and we have people in those organizations like Joel Griffith doing the research, making the reports, exposing the truth. I want to thank you and all the people at Heritage Foundation. Joel Griffith, thank you for coming on and making time for me. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. My God, love this son of a gun. Freaking love him. You know, it's funny, I, I don't... Um, Let's break this day to a to be in studio because I have a, a wonderful setup in, in Studio Xanadu. And I love seeing the people I work with. I have the best people. This is the best company in the world. But I walk in and I, I normally don't get to see the comments on Asshat, which is formerly called Facebook, I believe. I don't get to look at the comments and I, I rarely do. What I didn't realize is the amount of morons that have access to our page. They don't understand. I'm not, if you, if you like this kind of governing, if you think you're succeeding with these policies that are clearly the definition of failure by any standards, unless you're in on a scam, I'm not interested in your opinion. I don't seek your approval, but it's funny. It's, it's the overarching point of psychology of where we are in this nation, where people are concerned with the opinions of frauds and failures. The other thing about being home in, uh, in Chicago, I don't really watch news programs the way I do when I'm here. I watch clips of what's important. What you're here when you're in news, when you're watching news, in particular, my wife loves WGN morning news. And I do think it's funny. I like uh, the girl who goes out on the road, and I like the other woman who's the host. I don't know their names. I don't want to know Squirrel. You could, I'm sure you do. They have the idiot who's on. His name is Larry. That I do know. And it's fun to watch the show. And what an assault it is on the ideology of america and i know it's a happy show and i'm sure i'm gonna get blowback when i get home but they had an episode on today and the episode is how to spot a covert narcissist when you're dating him and they're telling this to young people and people and what they forget to understand is the virtue of selfishness you see because what they're trying to do is give you a sense of selflessness and the virtue in submitting To a society run by government where you live for your neighbor and your neighbor lives for you. And the same utopian bull dung of Marxism. You see, this is the problem in this country. I don't really care what the opinion is if you vote Democrat. I want you to wallow in your Democrat utopia like Chicago. Wallow in it. Wallow in the mayhem and the murder and the corruption and the failure. After all, you're used to it. It isn't just represented by Dimwit Lightfoot, who you will long for her mayoral leadership so-called her head of the table of the mafia if you wallow in the failure of butterhand pritzker you're submitting to this culture of marxism where you're the slave and they're the rulers and you just hope for the outcome that you know is failure that's what we're living through nationwide with this dimwit in diapers this isn't americanism the idea that we're comfortable telling people to give up their freedom, give up their money, to subjugate them to an IRS that is riddled in scandal itself, financial scandal and corruption. 
led on the opposition of the government mafia more than the principles of taxation. That's why we've lost the ability to argue because we have been victims of what Yuri Bezmenov, a former Soviet defector, warned us was coming here. Ideological subversion is is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, активные мероприятия in the language of... You've got a country that takes 80% of antidepressants. It's now normal to, to give the antidepressants to children. We have kids who were raised in the lap of luxury. I have anxiety. Anxiety? Pull your head out of your ass. How many of you ever heard your grandmother complain of anxiety? How many ever heard your mother complain of anxiety or take a pill for depression? You've got a stupefied nation. And that's the only kind of nation that would tolerate this open and notorious asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. This admitted corrupt whore. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." He's admitting to circumventing the principles of our IMF and our foreign policy. He's admitting. To being a crook. And he sits here now and tells you not to question the motives of people you disagree with. Whenever you disagree with someone, it's okay to question their judgment, whether they're right or wrong. But it's never okay to question their motive. And the people who support him are too stupid to understand what he's admitting. He's admitting that you are not to question the fact that he is a whore, a paid enemy, an asset of enemies to this nation, to its philosophy. Of a republic. He's bragging about being a crook. And if that's not bad enough, he clearly has dementia. I mean, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with them. And that's who traveled 17,000 miles. Away. You lying buffoon, fraud, whore. And we're supposed to pretend he won? He didn't win Jack, the election stealing rat. Um, they're performing a government function and they should be as transparent as the government um, to see whether or not. There is a potential for hacking. I do not believe the election was rigged. I think the election was appropriately decided. But I'm concerned about the use of machines where the machine companies won't allow experts to examine it, won't subject it to an adversarial system. Well, let's go to a Democrat that shot a documentary after Hillary Clinton complained of losing the election. She inspired a documentary called Kill Chain. This is a software engineer expert and owner voting is our capability to have a peaceful transfer of power if you don't have that the alternatives are revolutions we call them voting machines but they're nothing more than obsolete computers 2002 is when they put them in service a commonly used argument what's happened to this country since 2002 anybody want to focus a little bit never connected to the internet Voting machines are connected to the internet. Not connected to the internet. Not connected to the internet, and therefore cannot be attacked. Oh, it wants to go to internet. That's very nice. Now you're not supposed to ask questions? Now you have disinformation bureaucracies? 
Now you have a government that can take away your liberties, your freedoms, and censor any questioning of it? No, I question your motives, you dimwit in diapers. I question the fact that you are obviously an enemy of foreign and domestic communists, oligarchs, mafias around the world. You are a traitor. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Martha Stewart went to jail for insider trading. Nancy Pelosi bought a vineyard for it. You gotta love the two-tiered system of justice. By the way, before we get... I can't get over We only have one more second. Before we get through, you know how all these idiots... When I say idiots, I mean Democrats. Demand for government health care. Well, you know, they point to all these nations where it's a success. Is it, though? Is it really a success? Junior doctors over the last 15 years have lost 26.1% of their pay due to uh, inflation. And all- In Europe, there are tens of thousands of doctors as people are lying on gurneys, dying. And they're complaining that they're losing their pay because of inflation. These idiots don't realize it's their very policies that create the inflation. And now what are the doctors going to do? Yeah, they're going to work, walk out on you when you're dying. We're asking for is for that pay to be restored because no junior doctor today is worth less than a junior doctor in 2008. We're just asking for that pay to be restored. And that looks like something like... Sounds like uh, the, the teachers in Chicago... The teachers in Rutgers University sounds like the municipal workers that go on strike. Sounds like they're a whole union of mafia that's controlling the world. Sounds like the plan is working. Rich Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. Uh, happy hump day. Happy Kamala Harris hump day. <laughs> what I wanted to say is I've been hearing about these uh, Pentagon uh, document leaks. The one thing I haven't heard is. When are the Democrats going to blame Trump for this? Oh, they already are. They're blaming a Trump voter for it. You don't understand. They're going to blame a Trump. This is the one guy they missed who voted for Trump releasing the documents. Ridiculous. We did it, Joe. Thank you for calling. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> what were her qualifications? Oh, Willie Brown. Yes, yes. Just a few short years before that, she was looking for her underwear. Now she's the vice president. Robert and Bloomingdale. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing, too, I would say. Oh, I like getting her out there. I think when she's president, the first thing we need to do is send her to the Saudis. Let's confuse those inbred bastards, and maybe she can negotiate a peace deal and keep her clothes on. And they can keep her as far as I'm going to take oh. Biden with her. But Jeez. here's the two things I wanted to say tonight. Number one, look in your mail, ladies and gentlemen, is out from Ren Paul, the National Pro-Life Alliance. It's called Protection of Conception Act. Protect the unborn. It's a petition. Make sure you sign it. Get it in ASAP. It's important. All right. And second of all, you know, by, and Governor Spaulding's over here bragging about the LGBTQ and, uh, yeah. oh, we're going to have all abortions, so proud to be an abortionist. My question to him is, and others will think like this, have you people no shame? And how do you sleep at night knowing that you you back this kind well, of extremist stuff? He sleeps on his ridiculous. back. Robert, he sleeps on his back. He can't turn on his side. He'll suffocate like the elephant man. That's the problem of being built like a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> Poor hubby. Poor. 
Can you believe we're in this predicament? I <laughs> Joe Biden and get used to that Irish air. <sighs> so who is gay? I don't know. I have no idea. Why are you gay? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy in Africa is still confused. In the meantime, we're in a pickle. Here's another good news. I want to leave you on a high note. Attorneys for former President Donald Trump have filed a lawsuit against his former fixer, Michael Cohen, and they're asking for half a billion dollars. I want to bring in NBC's Justice and Intelligence. Finally, some good news. So who is gay? I'm one of them, guys. All right, I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.